0: um yeah this renewal of the mind it's uh, this can change your life I've, I've said this before you know this is psalm 128 blessed happy fortunate and to be envied is everyone who fears reveres and worships the lord i mean that's what we've done this morning we have worshiped the lord we, we've all got respect for the Lord. That's why we should be happy people. Happy are those who walks in his ways and lives according to his commandments. For you shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. Happy, blessed, fortunate, and enviable shall you be, and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be a fruitful vine in the innermost parts of your house. Your children shall be like olive plants around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord. And then it goes on to give you a blessing. It says, May the Lord bless you out of his sanctuary. And may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon you. Blessed, happy, and fortunate. That's who we sh- should be. We should be the blessed and the happy people. This is what God wants for us. This is what God promises us. Now, I want to share with you, really briefly this morning, one place where the enemy gets in and steals our happiness. Because this is God's promise. If you look up happy in the concordance, you'll be amazed how many times God promises that we shall be happy people. Psalm 141 verse 5 says, Happy, blessed, fortunate, and enviable is he who has the God of special revelation for his help. That's me. That's us. That's you we are the happy people. We are blessed people. Happy is the person whose hope is in the Lord his God. That's us. We should be having a happy lifestyle. We should be able to share with people. People should see us and say, oh, they should be envious of us, at the quality of our life. That's a promise. But then we have somebody who does not want that to happen. We have an enemy. This is the spiritual warfare that we're talking about. And sometimes spiritual warfare is really, really practical. And I want to just share, I want to give you a tool this morning. Here is one way that you can have the things that God promised for you. I want you to put an A, a big A. And now I want you to write the event. Now the event can be absolutely anything that happens to us on a regular basis. It can be anything from being stuck in a traffic jam, uh, having a problem at work, uh, having an argument with somebody, um, or it can be uh, you know a big thing like being made redundant or um, a, a relationship breaking up. But we are constantly, on a regular basis, faced with events. Now. I want you to write a B. it's yes, perfect. And a C. Now, I want you to write on the C the way we feel about the event. Now, I want you to write this down because I think there's a power in actually seeing this in your mind. This, this is a tool. If you can learn to start putting this in your life, you will see a difference in the quality of your life. God's promises will be flowing So, here we have the event. Anything that happens to us that causes us to um, think about our day or to move around our day, we'll call an event. So, you know, on the way to work, you're stuck in a traffic jam. You get really fed up, you feel angry, you feel frustrated. So, our feelings come into play with the event. And what we tend to think is, if we can remove the event we will actually remove the feeling. So once I get out of this traffic jam, I'll be fine. Once I get a new house, I'll be fine. Once I get over this cold, I'll be fine. Once I can change my church, I'll be fine. Once I can change my job, I'll be fine. We, we can live in a state of thinking that the event is producing the emotion. And, and this is very often why people go through Um, job after job after job after job, because they change the event, but actually then they're amazed because it doesn't change the feeling. Or they change their partner. Or they they change their church. Or they change their friends. Because they think if they change this, then they'll change the set of emotions that they're having. So we grow up assuming that A produces C. And, and we have an enemy who's only too happy to work with us on this. Who will say, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not surprised you're unhappy. Look at the husband you've got. You know, you poor thing. Fancy having to live with that. Oh, my gosh. So, things that I need to change my husband. That's what I need to do. I'll be fine then. I need to change my job. I need to change my friends. I need to change the area I live in. My gosh. How many people do I know who's done that? Let me tell you, there is no magic in a plane ride. It'll be fine when I live there. It'll be great when I live there. Changing the event, we think, will change the feeling. Guess what? Who knows what produces the feeling? The way we think about the event. So, B is the thing. That produces say the way we think about the event produces the feeling unless we learn to get in touch with this little truth then we will be swayed our whole life to keep changing our events look at that that traffic jam thing I've just thought of of, um, a good example Long time ago now, I had a client who was really depressed. She was really fed up. She booked a a live coaching session. She came in and she said, "I need to change my job." So we talked for a little while about her job. Okay, what's going on? You know, but it became more and more obvious. Actually, she quite liked the job. She was good at what she did. So why do you want to change the job? Well, it's I have this awful commute. I am in the car for two hours a day, and it's jam-packed with traffic. I get so worked up about everything and the traffic is terrible. I'm nipping in and out the lanes and I'm, I arrive the other end and I'm so stressed. I've got a headache. Okay, so the event is having to commute to work. The thinking is, this is the pits. This is the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. I need to get out of this. I can't face it every day. I get up in the morning and I feel angry and sick at the thought of another hour in the car. She felt that she wanted to get out of the situation. She felt, she just said it, angry, felt sick, felt uh, manipulated, totally unhappy about the event. So, okay, so what do we do? After a lot of talking, we discovered that actually the job's good. She really doesn't want to leave the job. The job's paying well, She's achieving, there's job satisfaction. When she actually gets there, she's fine. So, so don't let's change the job. What can we do? The event is the journey. We, ha- we can't actually change the journey. She has to do this journey. But what we can change is the way she thinks about it. And that's what we worked on. And we it changed things really quickly. Because of this journey, she was always so tired when she got home at night that she never got time to study. She'd never, ever had time to study. I said, hang on a minute, you're in a car for 10 hours a week. Here is your chance to study. So we got tapes. She started to tell herself, this is fantastic. I have two hours a day that I can study the Word of God. And she began to change the way she thought about the event. This changed the way that she felt about the event. We didn't change anything. We didn't change her job. We didn't change the fact that where she lived. All we encouraged her to do was to change the way that she thought. Within a month, this lady, she even looked like a different person. She was more peaceful at work. She was achieving better. The only thing we changed was The thought process. Um, People, I I think that there's loads of things that happen in our life on a daily basis. that if we just can change the way we think about it, it will change the way that we feel. And we will have all these blessings that God promised us. He promised us we would be happy people. I looked up happiness. Do you know what it describes as? Uh, it's It's described as a state of mind in which our thinking is pleasant a good share of the time. Happiness is a mental habit which we can cultivate and develop. You can grow this muscle. Now, a lot of us, you know, I'm preaching to myself here, have habitually learn to think sad or stressful thoughts in particular events in our lives and that's what we have to break ourselves of those habits of going down those negative routes um Abraham Lincoln a quote from Abraham Lincoln which made me smile it say, he said most people are about as happy as they make up their mind to be um you know a chief one of the chief causes of unhappiness is that we take things personally that aren't meant to be personal or like like somebody the other day slammed into my office and said you know it's raining again it always happens to me <laughs> it always happens to me you know I never get the sunshine this isn't personal it's raining you know I think we do that with a lot of lot of the time you know so it's not the event that causes us to feel bad about ourselves or about life but it's the way we think about the event and God says he wants us to be happy he wants people to envy us he wants us to be blessed and fortunate let's go for it family let's be those people Let's have happy lives and don't let the devil steal it away from us. Amen?